Hello everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Adventure Podcast. Later in the episode, I'll explain why you should always wish your competition a happy birthday. But first, I'd like to talk to you a bit about the popular design site Dribble. So let me give you some background. Dribble started in 2009 by Dan Zederholm and Richard Thornett. And the way it works is anybody can go and look at designs for free. If you join as a prospect and have a prospect account, you can follow the designers you like. Bookmark things, really easy to keep track. If you want to upload your designs, then you need to be invited by an existing member. The reasoning for this is that it controls how quickly the site grows and it keeps the content high quality and there's a high level of engagement. And people love this site because they see a lot of cool designs on it. Employers can search by how many followers a designer has, their location, availability, skills. So it helps people get a lot of jobs. It helps designers inspire each other a lot. But it's also been getting a bit of slack. A lot of people are angry about the direction that Dribble is taking. So with Dribble, you can comment on people's designs. And originally, the point was for it to be to give good feedback. But lately, it's been more great work and move on. People don't really call you out if your design isn't functional. People are going to tell you that your design is very aesthetically pleasing. They're probably not going to say, usability-wise, that button isn't play strategically, but they might tell you if the color palette is a bit off. And this has led to a lot of criticism. So why don't we get right to an interview I have for you today about someone who's creating an app that's basically anti-Dribble app and why they think Dribble isn't all that it could be. I'm here with Michael Abacera. How are you doing today, Michael? Hey, Anna. How's it going? Good. Very good. Excellent. So we can get right into it. I found an article you wrote about Dribbble and kind of the perspective that it's not very useful these days. Could you talk a little bit about what you said in your article? Yeah, so I said, uh, so my point was that... um, I mean, I, I think Dribble is, is still useful, but it's just for a specific type of uh, use case, which is uh, aesthetically showing your, your skills, uh, which is important, uh, but it, it completely moved away from design, which, you know, I, I, put in, I put in the explanation of what design, you know, design is just building something that people use and, and getting feedback to see if you're, you're going in that right direction. And, and I didn't think Dribble addresses that at all because people just it was so focused on the aesthetics that you know you can't ask for feedback anymore over there and it's just people post a lot of useless functional designs Uh, and it's more things that are you know just aesthetically beautiful that's it and not useful I've heard that complaint a lot about the feedback do you do you use dribble yourself yeah, I do. I use it for my portfolio, and it's great to get work. You know, you, you do get a lot of. Um, it's great to showcase your your aesthetic skills, um, and it was originally intended, also I think, to get you know to get feedback and and, and, and 
design products that are useful and learn from the community, but I think it completely stripped away from that. And now there's just no, that just doesn't exist over there now. Yeah. Have you personally found that you've gotten much feedback or have you found it kind of superficial? Like, oh, great work um, without very much, maybe try this in your design or check on this part. Yeah, it's super superficial. It's it's like, yeah, posting a nice picture on Instagram. You'll just get a lot of think, uh, wow, amazing, uh, cool. You you won't get any actual feedback. And not only that, it, it pushes the community gets pushed towards that so much that people end up po- posting completely useless stuff like unusable designs, um, concepts that are just not applicable with code or with any. You know, software. It just you know. So so that's that's also a problem. It leads to that. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. So how did you get onto the site? Because I know you have to have an invitation. So what was your way into Dribble in the first place? So Dribble is invite only. If if another designer invites you, then you you can get a then you get accepted. So you could sign up to Dribble, but you can't post anything unless unless a designer sends you an invite. And how did you get invited? Was it somebody that you worked with, or someone who saw you online? Uh, I think it was yeah, it's someone I don't remember. I don't remember who it was specifically. It was someone that liked my work and said, "Hey, here's a dribble invite." And I've kind of done the same thing with other people as well. Like I just like someone's work and send them a dribble invite without knowing okay. them really. So I think that's how it works. Like people will just they get extra invites and they send it to people that they like. Do they encourage people to send invites, or is it just kind of people decide that it's a nice thing to do? Um, no, they encourage to send it if you really think the work is good. So they do really try to get, you know, aesthetically, I think that's how they got to the point where they got, you know, good designers in terms of, you know, aesthetically good designers. And are you a part of any other kinds of design sites like Behance or anything like that? Well, I just know of Behance. Um, and Behance is, I guess, dribble, but you know, the same version, but just longer form. You can give more examples and put larger use cases and uh, you, could, you could show full flow. So there was a website before that kind of focused on, on uh, it's called Forest. It focused, it did, it did do a good job of focusing on feedback, but kind of, I think it kind of died down. Um, and it, you know, I had a community to, to to build around that, and it just didn't. I don't know why it died down. Okay, yeah. So there's some different options for people, even if they can't get a Dribble invite to be able to post their own work. Yes, and I think that's Behance. Yeah. Behance is yeah. open to anyone. And I mean, and so you do still like Dribble? Do you think it's good for? I've heard a lot of people say that Dribble is good for kind of unleashing your creativity because you don't have to have the restraints of actually maybe solving a problem. It really lets you explore all the aesthetics. Yeah, okay, that could be a point, and I might agree. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. But then every, everyone's being pushed out of be, building useful products, and then you have um, a lot of designers, like let's say you'll hire a designer, and then he'll just do really nice stuff but it's just not useful and so I, I, don't, I, I think yeah it's good for improving your aesthetic skills for sure uh, aesthetic and creative skills but it could remove away from getting to really build a useful product so I do think it has space like I, I think yeah, Dribble has room for what it's doing but um, there needs to be some other 
way of also improving your, your skills or building something useful. Yeah, so it might be that since it's becoming more focused on that, that people are moving away from solving problems than they were before. So it's kind of the push and the pull of what gets attention and what's actually useful. Exactly. And, 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 and imagine there was a site where people are not just posting like really nice buttons with drop shadows or where they're just posting concepts for uh, improving um, healthcare forms or, um, you know, different concepts for really like pushing the limit on, you know, what design can improve in everyday things. And I think that would be a lot more useful. And Dribble is definitely not that. Yeah, and that's the purpose of design in the real world. It has to be very usable, and it should be improving on what's already out there. Yeah, exactly. So I believe you've actually started a different app of your own for design. Could you tell us a bit about that? So I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the process of building it. Since, since I got so much feedback from that article that I wrote on, on uh, Medium, um, I decided to build a quick uh, prototype of um, a, a dribble-like site, but just focused on gaining feedback and uh, and being comfortable in submitting things. Like for example, a lot of design, even I fall into that trap. I, sometimes I don't want to post something because it's tied to my name. So if it doesn't look that good, I'll be scared to show it to people. So I, I wanted to make it comfortable for people to share things on the site to get feedback. So I kind of so I have the option where you can also post anonymously and. Um, and also connect to, I connected the, the whole app to Mechanical Turk so you can get feedback from, um, are, are you familiar with Mechanical Turk? No, could you explain that please? It's, a, it's an Amazon web service where they have like hundreds of thousands of, they call it workers, uh, people creating small tasks. So you could like, so all, like you could submit something and like a, a design or something and then ask for feedback and then people will do quick feedback on it. It's very cheap and fast. So, so you could do quick usability tests for really, really cheap. Oh, that sounds really useful. Yeah. So with people giving feedback, what initiative, like what would make them want to give feedback to other people? Like, because I can see why someone would want feedback for themselves but what's in it for the people who are supplying feedback for the others? Is it just that then they get it back? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, well, it improves their, uh, it, I guess it improves their communication skills and just to showcase that it, it also show, showcases their knowledge about the field. Uh, and well, that's for like actual UX, UI UX designers giving feedback to each other. As for people who are testing, like they're getting paid. That's their, I guess that's their motivation. Or you were you asking about the UI UX designers or the paid? No, yeah, um, just like the people who are kind of volunteering to give feedback. But I think you answered that well. It sounds like a good opportunity too, um, to maybe find people who you might want to collaborate with. Because um, I was thinking on Dribble. If you find people with similar aesthetics, you might want to pair up. But again, it might be something just more visual. Where here, if someone has a good product idea and someone's giving them feedback on it, it seems like it'd be really easy to transition into some sort of partnership. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's actually a good point. Yeah, uh, and again, it's a, it's a very it's a prototype, but I would like to to know where I could push it to so people could submit use cases also like. Um, 
for example, like, hey, I created this landing page and I got 100,000 hits on it and 20% conversion rates and this is what worked in it so, so that people could also learn from actually building, like, experiences that people built things and, and the results of it. Um, so, I, so I really wanted to be pushed only towards, be, one, designers being comfortable posting different things for getting feedback and, uh, and then uh, learning, like, a lot from what works and what doesn't work uh, in terms of actual usefulness, not aesthetics. And what do you think about it being invite or something like Dribble? So would it be invite only or do you think it would be just totally open to everybody? Oh, right now it's going to be open to everyone. Okay. Do you think that'll affect the quality of submissions at all? I know that Dribble kind of controls the number of work you can upload within a certain amount of time and things like that for kind of quality control. What are you thinking of doing for that? Uh, I haven't thought about that because like, uh, I, I really did this part time. So, um, but I mean, I, I'm kind of going to keep it open, like Behance. And yes, it, I'm sure some people will submit low quality, but then again, that's, that's, that's okay. Cause they're trying to get feedback on someone. I don't, on something. I don't care if the design is a sketch or it, def, you know, it defies the, that's the whole point of the site that it's, it, it, that a lot of the submissions won't be as beautiful as dribble. It'll just be to get, it'll be a quick sketch or it could be a design that's not finished. So, Well, that's how you improve too. Something like Dribble, if people are afraid, afraid to give feedback, every design might look about the similar level, but I could really see how with this, you could watch someone's progression from maybe something pretty rough to something that's both functional and looks really good. Yeah, and, 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 and the ultimate goal is that, um, and, and this is what I'm trying to, move away from is is uh, not to fall into the trap of dribble that people are pushed and and potential employers employers that will see will care more about the aspect of did this person solve the problem and like got traffic or got conversion or got different goals um, and that will be the strength of that posting not not the design not, uh, sorry not the aesthetics of it you know so I, I, you know, I'm still going to try, and, and I'm open to feedback, of course. So, but you, you see what I'm saying? Like, it, it needs to be around. I need to to design the post over time that it highlights the strength of the design. You know, of the functionality of it. Yeah, I I suppose too that employers might not just be looking at designs, but it might actually be valuable to look at the comments people are leaving. Um, because someone who gives really good feedback, that's a good way to tell how much they know about design. Yeah. And also I'm trying to add to the actual post itself, certain metrics maybe that the designer could post so that it, you know, you could see that, oh, wow, this person has posted something that worked. So, okay, I might hire him as a UX designer. Cause there's not really, there's not really a site out there for UX designers, for purely UX designers. And the problem with UX designers is that they fall, a lot of people judge them as UI designers, um, you know, and, and that's not fair because they're not good at aesthetics. Their, their job is just to do research, do sketches, see if things work, work with analytics, stuff like that. So, you know, the goal is for this to be for specifically for UX designers and highlight their strengths and not make them look like UI designers. So people don't get confused. Well, I've actually heard a lot of arguments recently of designers saying, 
everybody is a UX designer. Like if you're actually working on something, then you have to think of what the experience is like the whole time. What do you think of that? What do you think is different between UX designers and any designer? Uh, well, it depends also on which company you work for and what projects you work on. Because the bigger the company, the more specialization there is. You know, so for example, um, I mean, it's, it is a lot of work to do research. So yes, some a lot of designers call themselves UI UX designers, but the UX part is a lot of work, and the UI part is a lot of work, right? So ideally, in a larger company, there is someone specifically focused on analytics, data. Um, research, feedback, sketches, and then another guy that's dealing with you know the UI, just implementing that. Um, and if someone wanted to go into UX design, what do you think the best path for that would be? Do you think taking classes and things like that, or do you think just trying things out on their own, kind of self-learning? Yeah, I would say to just jump in and yeah, self-learning, I mean, that's what I've done. So, but I think self-learning yeah, is the best way to just start designing sketches for different ideas and um, testing them, running user tests, um, getting feedback, figuring out how to get feedback for, for different projects, like honing on your skills on different analytics. If you can work for a startup that has a lot of traffic or, you know, a good amount of traffic that you could look at analytics, heat maps, you know, um, you know, how everything works and conversion rates, funnels, all that stuff. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting when your app comes out because it'll be another option besides Dribbble or Behance. Or I know a lot of people post things on Reddit for feedback, but I read a lot of things about marketing and stuff like that. And I think the more options, the better, really. The more people we have concerned about design, the more I think the fields can grow. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. I agree. I, I agree. Um, and 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 for I, I think there's room for um, a website specifically for UX designers. I mean, and again, they could be also UI designers, but at least for that specific aspect of it, of the whole design spectrum. This next bit of marketing kind of connects to the whole dribble debate and different websites about design. Recently, Mercedes put an ad in the paper congratulating BMW on turning 100 years old. It said, and I quote, Thank you for 100 years of competition. The first 30 years were relatively dull. This is because Mercedes was in business 30 years before BMW began. So some people might think, why would Mercedes say happy birthday to BMW when that's their competition? And I think it goes deeper than just they want to look like a nice company. Mercedes and BMW have a lot of similarities. They're both luxury cars. A lot of the same kind of people imagine themselves driving one car or the other. And it's good for them to have that competition because if there was just Mercedes, not a lot of people would want to drive luxury cars. When you get the competition going, it's less about should I drive a luxury car and more about which one should I drive. And you see this everywhere. I read in the Starbucks experience 
that when a Starbucks comes to a smaller town, typically the local coffee shops don't shut down. Actually, they get more business because now people are more into drinking coffee. So it creates a coffee culture and it's more where should we go for coffee than should we get some or not. And that's what Mercedes is doing. They're congratulating their competition because without them, they wouldn't be doing as well either. So let me bring this back to the dribble debate. I think the more design websites and applications we have, the better. Because I want there to be a culture of design. I want people to realize how important design is in our lives and how it affects so many of our decisions. So personally, I'm a huge dribble fan. I love going on there for inspiration and seeing all the gorgeous designs. But I can also see the value in Squid, which is Michael's app that he's adding, where you can get a lot more feedback. I say the more people interested in design, the better. So thank you all for listening today. Tune in next time. There's a lot more exciting things to talk about. Bye.